This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for September 23rd. BayCare Health System in Tampa, Florida paused all elective surgeries and procedures for Florida Blue members on September 22nd as the expiration date for the in-network contract between the two organizations approaches. Now, if the two sides are unable to reach an agreement on reimbursement rates by October 1st, 215,000 patients are expected to lose access to BayCare's 15 hospitals throughout the Tampa and Central Florida region. BayCare's emergency care, ASC's urgent care, home care, and outpatient imaging will all remain in-network with Florida Blue after the contract expires. Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina is expanding its telehealth policy to include more services based on two years of telehealth claims data from the COVID-19 pandemic. They released that data on September 20th. Now, in 2020, the company saw telehealth claims rise 7,500%. Members had more than 2.7 million telehealth visits for behavioral and primary care, which accounted for 92% of all telehealth visits that year. The new telehealth policy going into 2023 is effective January 1st and will cover behavioral, primary, and outpatient care in North Carolina. Those services make up 97% of the company's telehealth claims over the past two years. The policy applies to all fully insured and administrative services only plans. Surgery, anesthesia, lab testing, and radiology will not be covered through telehealth. New Jersey will soon begin the process of reorganizing Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield's nonprofit's business structure. A reminder that Governor Phil Murphy signed legislation back in 2020 legalizing the company's conversion from a nonprofit health services corporation to a nonprofit mutual holding company, which will allow it to create for profit subsidiaries through the acquisition of businesses like providers or pharmacy benefit managers. Now, the payer's application for reorganization is complete, and now three public hearings are scheduled for October in Trenton and online. Within a month of the last hearing, the state's insurance commissioner will formally approve or deny the plan, which has been criticized for reportedly shifting the payer's focus to shareholders and away from members. Also under that restructure, Horizon has agreed to pay the state of New Jersey $1.25 billion over 18 years, and that includes $600 million in 2021 alone. Well, the newest member of the Federal Trade Commission, Alvaro Bedoya, told the Minneapolis Star Tribune that it is his, quote, personal top priority that the agency's probe into the pharmacy benefit manager industry is, quote, conducted as rigorously as possible. The newspaper reported that comment on September 22nd. It follows the federal agency launching an inquiry in June into the business practices of the nation's six largest PBMs. A reminder, those are CVS, Caremark, Express Scripts, OptumRx, Humana, Prime Therapeutics, and MedImpact Healthcare Systems. Now, Mr. Bedoya was appointed to the FTC by President Joe Biden and was confirmed by the Senate in May. His term ends in 2026. The No Surprises for Survivors Act is a bill that was introduced September 19th in the House of Representatives, and it would require commercial payers to fully cover forensic exams for sexual assault victims. A couple things to know about this new bill. Though federal law does prevent sexual assault victims from being charged for forensic exams, it's only free if it's conducted by a licensed sexual assault nurse examiner, examiner, which providers do not always offer, thereby leaving patients left with a bill. 
The New England Journal of Medicine published a study September 14th that found more than 17,000 survivors in 2019 alone faced charges that averaged around $3,600. That's out of a total of 112,000 survivors who sought care that year. Now, under the new legislation, HHS, along with the Labor and Treasury Departments, would be allowed to designate additional providers to offer the forensic exams, and it would require commercial payers to fully cover those exams starting in 2025. If a medical bill is received by the patient, payers would be required to inform their member on how to receive reimbursement. The legislation would also amend the No Surprises Act to classify forensic medical exams as an emergency service. And finally, fee-for-service Medicare members spent about 7% more on average for healthcare compared to Medicare Advantage members. That's according to a study published September 21st by AHIP. Now, that study was conducted by the Wakely Consulting Group on behalf of the trade group, and it analyzed CMS Medicare spending data from 2019. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website. That's beckerspayer.com.